Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Student life at the Georgia Institute of Technology in Atlanta, known familiarly as Georgia Tech, is not for the delicate of heart or the weak of mind. Tech is a serious school for serious students who take classes like combinatorics, deformable bodies, quantum information and quantum computing, and multivariable calculus. That last one, according to the school catalog, covers linear approximation and Taylor's theorems, Lagrange multiples and constrained optimization, multiple integration, and vector analysis, including the theorems of Green, Gauss, and Stokes. Which means I'd need a class just to understand what that class is about. But it's also in this place that the big-hearted practical joker George P. Burdell lives and flourishes— At Georgia Tech, where the nerd quotient is admittedly and proudly high, and the academic pressures absurdly higher, it's important to have an alumnus like old George as a beacon. You see, George has made it through Georgia Tech and then some. The man is a practical legend around Georgia Tech. Check that. George P. Burdell is, in fact, a literal legend at Georgia Tech. And that's where things get interesting. Let's take a step back. 
For the past 25 years, Marilyn Summers has been running the Living History Program at Georgia Tech, designed to collect, preserve, and present stories of the institution, which opened its doors to students in 1888. Summers has supervised for posterity more than 1,100 on-camera interviews with alumni and other people who have a connection to the school. She said, I learn something new about Georgia Tech with every single interview I do. I know more about Georgia Tech than I do about myself. And nobody, but nobody, knows more about George P. Burdell than Summers. The naturally reclusive Burdell, Summers says, has several degrees from tech, according to his resume. Summers has the diplomas to prove it. Burdell's first, a Bachelor of Science in General Science, was awarded in 1930. Since then, Burdell has never strayed far from tech. According to Summers, he was registered for more than 3,000 hours of classes in 1969 and, in 1975, was registered for every class in the spring semester. He was named a Regents Professor in 1971. Throughout the years, he's been named host of countless balls and dances on campus. He's evidently lettered in both football and basketball. There was a time, even recently, when you couldn't find a petition at Tech that didn't have George P. Burdell's name on it. Outside of tech, he was reportedly involved in several flight missions in World War II and in the Korean War, Vietnam, Operation Desert Storm, and in the conflicts in both Iraq and Afghanistan. His name has appeared on the membership rolls of just about every church and synagogue in the greater Atlanta metro area. He is such an outside legend now at sometimes dead serious tech that a story is told to everyone who attends FACET, the orientation program for first years, exchange, and transfer students, and their families. He has become, at this point, as much tradition as legend. It's probably important to point out here that George P. Burdell technically was never alive. He sprung into being, as it were, through the whim of a real-life student, William Edgar Ed Smith, in 1927. Smith had an extra application for the school, known then as the Georgia School of Technology, and proceeded to fill it out with the name of his high school principal, a University of Georgia alum by the name of George Phineas Butler. Smith wrote in the newspaper, The Atlanta Constitution, on September 11th of 1977, nothing could be more amusing than to register him as a tech freshman, but I lost my nerve after writing George P. and finished with Burdell. Burdell was the maiden name of his best friend's mother, and was also, it seems, the name of the family cat. Smith's creation took all the classes that Smith did, with Smith and his friends who were in on the prank helping with homework and tests. Eventually, Burdell earned his first degree. When Smith graduated in 1930, the same year that George P. earned that initial degree, other students took up where Smith left off. George P. Burdell became part of tech lore. And the legend lives on. Summers tells the story of a tech military alum, returning bone-tired from duty overseas, who heard this welcome at the airport once he got home. George P. Burdell, please contact the concierge. She has endless stories like that. George P. has been paged in airports and restaurants and sporting venues all over the world. At the 1991 Florida Citrus Bowl in Orlando, as Tech was on its way to winning a share of the 1990 National Football Championship, George P. was being called over the public address system. Tech students, past and present, all know and share in his exploits. When Time Magazine conducted an online poll in 2001 for its Person of the Year, Burdell edged his way toward the top of voting until someone at the magazine got wind and shut down his candidacy. New York Mayor Rudolph Giuliani was instead honored that year. Back in the 1950s, a rumor circulated among Atlanta Institutes of Higher Education that Burdell was engaged and later married to one Ramona Cartwright of nearby Agnes Scott College. 
Ms. Summers says the union never took place, not only because of Burdell's oft-engaged-but-never-married reputation and other more corporeal reasons, but because Ms. Cartwright never existed either. George's name still finds its way onto wedding registers all the time, and whenever Summers can get her way, onto the guest books at the funerals of Georgia Tech alums. In this pressure-packed school, though, the name Burdell is most synonymous with good-hearted, mostly harmless pranks, unless, that is, you're a local business person who have largely grown wise to his tricks. Back in the day, it was said, Burdell had furniture delivered to rival frats and to campus offices, cash on delivery. He has signed up for countless magazine subscriptions, online rebates, sweepstakes entries, surveys, you name it. He's on LinkedIn and Facebook. Twitter has several accounts in his name. He has a great record on Rate My Professors. One review, you can't make up how good this guy is. He's listed under the faculty section in Tech School of Mechanical Engineering. President Barack Obama gave him a shout-out during a packed speech on the Tech campus in 2015. Quote, Now I understand George P. Burdell was supposed to introduce me today, but nobody could find him. He is omnipresent. Summers calls him the spirit of Georgia Tech. The Living History Program's endowment fund bears his name. A few years ago, Summers sat down with George P. for the program's 1,000th interview. Still reclusive, so much so that he requested his face and voice be obscured in the video, Burdell, born, in a manner of speaking, on April Fool's Day of 1908, described his childhood in Augusta, Georgia, his days at Tech, and the world of Tech today. These days, more than 15,000 undergraduates are enrolled at Georgia Tech. It ranks among the nation's top eight public schools, among the top four in innovation and the top four in engineering. It's graduated a president, Jimmy Carter, numerous athletic icons, including golfer Bobby Jones, several astronauts, a ton of business titans, a southern-bred comedian, Jeff Foxworthy, and, kind of, one George P. Burdell, who stands today as its most famous alum. Though, to be sure, fame can be a little bit problematic. Summer said, if your name is Burdell, you can't order a pizza within 50 miles of Atlanta. Today's episode was written by John Donovan and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other legendary topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.